Right, so here we go again. Uh, <laughs> part two. Um, so, yeah, so where was we? Um, we was hitting off at the modern stuff. Okay, yeah, so obviously with what we was chatting about for, you know, for the last for the last hour and a half, it was like, okay, is everything was old, everything was how Jesus became um, and how Jesus could be personified as this mushroom. And it made mm. me start to wonder, so what are we doing nowadays? You know, is, is there anything still going on? Is people, you know, any kings, queens? Uh, so I went back to 1800s, look for psychedelic use um, in in monarchy, in head of state, in elitist groups and stuff like that. Mm. And there's next to nothing. Uh, ne- next to nothing readily available, should I say. So it makes me wonder, is this a suppression of the information because we're getting more to a modern era? Yeah. Well, they, they, they wanted to keep it a secret before, and now they're sort of doing that again, which is quite sad when you think these Jews back in, like, 135 current events, whatever it was, hid these documents to keep them away from the Romans, and now they're pretty much controlled by the Vatican, which are the Romans. Yeah, that's it. Kind of and, sucks. And and then, like, where where do we where do you go from here then? You know, yeah, like, which backs up why they wanted to hire them. Yeah, because they 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 knew it would be um maybe they were keeping it, so they were like, once they're gone, we can then release this to the world, and everyone can have it. Maybe that's what the Romans were doing. Maybe they wanted to um keep all this under an iron fist, so they could keep it to themselves, or the, the, the all-knowing power. And maybe it was these Essenes who thought who who were documented as being radical Jews. Yeah. Could have been the ones who were like, no, we've got this needs to be made public. Maybe they were the first anonymous, you know, and it was the uh, the uh, Romans trying to keep a, a story with the whole sort of Roman Catholic faith with the Bible. Maybe they changed them to make it more fitting with human modern ways of thinking rather than this this pagan rite. Well, and that's it, man. It's and then this is where it led me down. So I'm trying to have a look. Like nowadays, have we got anyone yeah. nowadays actually doing well, it? I know, like in pop culture, we have like Alice in Wonderland, which is very, mm. very much about psychedelics and the mushroom experience. Yeah, and uh, but but really, apart from that, and obviously we had the that movement, whole in... of, a whole sort of bourgeoisie sort of movement with, with like the, where your, your cultural cunts were coming out and be like, oh yes, we get together and do mushrooms and, and drink mushroom tea and we talk about Marxism and uh, you know, yeah, that, that and, sort of thing. And that doesn't really help anyone in, 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 it doesn't actually help progress anyone, does it? If, to be no, honest, that's, that's, that's really... That's what attaches the stigma. Yeah, and it's kind of actually rep- repressing more by doing stuff like that. You're, you're, you're just repressing the use of yeah. the mushrooms. It's like, it's like people who are listening to this are going to probably just think, oh, it's just a couple of stoners trying to justify taking drugs. And it's like, no, that's unfortunately, you are right. It is stoners and things like that who have kind of given this thing, like with the whole sort of, oh, let's do some shrooms, man. And it's like, yeah, they're great fun. And, you know, I, I would love to do ayahuasca. But uh, it would have to be in the proper setting, like with the shaman and stuff. The last thing I want to do is be in a very vulnerable state around a bunch of frat bros thinking, are they going to fuck with me while I'm like this? But, you know, (laughs) it is because of that sort of thing that people look at drugs and think, oh, it's just something silly. But when we talked about how we looked at it earlier, from the time that it came out, it wasn't a matter of partying. This was sacred rites. Yeah. It is, sorry, 
hate to be a party pooper, but it is the recreational users who have kind of given it the sort of lack of airtime that gets it brushed behind the carpet. It's just, oh, no, listen, they're just a bunch of hippies looking to get high. Yeah. It's, it's like, unfortunately, no, there's a lot of good history and evidence is being written off because of that. And we, we bought it on ourselves. Uh, we we did though, and it's the same as the if we're going to talk about the weed smokers as well. You know, yeah. weed is fantastic. Cannabis is fantastic for lots of things, especially you know take away the plant and the medicinal benefits. You know, it's the it's the fabrics you can make from it. It's, it grows quick. It's structurally sound and strong as well. The branches when they get bigger, like the hemp trees and other derivatives of it, mm. are, are fantastic plants, and they're very good because they grow very quickly as well. They're very good for getting rid of pollutions from the air, but people just write all this off because of back in the 60s and things like that where everyone's walking around and the stoners have got these you know they're all like uh, they're off their heads and just you know being menaces that's yeah. actually fucked us up because we're not you know i'd love weed to be legal of course we would but actually it isn't just about because i can get i'm not being funny guys don't come fucking you know arrest me but i can get drugs anyway i can get drugs yeah. whether they're illegal or not so it doesn't really bother me they've been illegal all my life and i can always get them if i want them yeah. but i don't i don't like the fact that there is people with cancer and there is people out there who need fucking pain but have to have meds thrown down their throat because the cannabis has got a stigma attached to it and the stigma yeah, and, and the original stigma that comes from it but the reason it was illegal in the first place wasn't even because of the abuse of it. It's because they literally patented the hemp plant as their um, like product that they were selling these people at the time. I can't remember who. It's worth looking up, though, but, um, for the people at home. But, yeah, to, to sell and have marijuana, the main thing that made it illegal, it was closer legally to copyright infringement. Right. Because you were selling a patent, a patented product, even though it was just a plant. This is how loose patent law were. Yeah. That's the reason it was illegal, because it was being used outside of their patent for other purposes. And they were like, no, no, that's illegal. You can't do that. And then, of course, that's the reason. But it's not its narcotic value that has anything to do with its legality. Mm. It's literally this bullshit fucking law that they put on it. It's like, oh, we've patented a plant. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's where it comes from. And then of course, then you got the Reagan administration. who was like, "Oh, drugs are the devil's cigarettes. If you're sucking on a joint, you're sucking off the devil." And all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was like, "Oh, m marijuana is will make you give birth to deformed children and shit mm -hmm. like this." And that's what made it even more illegal. And that's why its uh, THC content is illegal, based on bad science. Mm. And there's also but this, um, but this isn't but like we just said this is this is all this is all fact this isn't just stoners sitting there going oh this is why because mean old people won't let us party <laughs> you know, this, yeah. this, these are the reasons why and whether you're a stoner or not these are the facts <laughs> and it's also back in the 60s or 70s the the reason that marijuana then got such a bad rap after the hippies because hippies were psychedelic rather than weed weren't they they were all the psychedelics yeah and more than when and when they were trying to get the fucking uh, the cannabis and legal legalized things like that, um, you know, obviously legalized, it was then in the 60s, 70s, because I used to know someone who was, he was an older gentleman and he was gay, and he said that uh, it, they put a thing out and it was very like almost widely knowledge and they put it out to lots of people that if women smoke weed, they will be attracted to black men, and if men smoke weed, they're more likely to be gay. 
and the governments and people and undergrounds uh, mm. like papers were putting stuff out like that because obviously back then a woman sleeping with a black man was like oh no oh I don't I, don't, I definitely don't want my daughter doing that well, and, no, and there was a lot of bad science as well that was saying that if black um, men and white women had children the babies would be very deformed and they would have like these very like developmental problems again all bad science yeah but this, and, this is the sort of propaganda they were putting out and and that's that's where it comes down to okay so you now stopped cannabis getting into you know in, into everyone's home readily available so uh, how this ties in with the original because we're not we're not sitting here trying to oh, make weed legal man because that's really not what this is about no what and the chances are we, we don't need to sit here saying make weed, weed legal it's, it's going to happen anyway yeah and the thing is like another thing this is a actual like weed is just a plant that people can right, that you can grow it actually grows in some places um, naturally you know yeah. And so, so how can that be illegal to own or possess? It's not like you've cultivated it. You're not like you've done it. There is some places in the world where you can have it. So this, how I link it into my other thing is, how are mushrooms illegal? Because mm. obviously, it's because they can't make the money off it. So that then led me down to, why is there such repression with mushrooms? Because there must be some technology and benefits in what mushrooms can do. And this is where we go down another rabbit hole. You know, when I said at the beginning of the first episode, and it was like, you know, we're going to talk about Super Mario Jesus. Well, we're not. We, it goes everywhere. And this is where it comes into. And it's actually a gentleman that you spoke about and recommended me to, uh, Paul Stamets. Mm. Stamets, is it? With an S yes. on the end? Uh, maybe Stamets. Stamets. Yes, for Paul Stamets. Um, he owns a company called Fungi Perfecti, <laughs> family Love business it. and farm. Um, and basically, he's growing mushrooms and crossbreeding them and things like that uh, to, to actually resolve global problems like radioactive waste, global warming, oil spills and cancer. Now, yeah, and also, he's, he's also got multiple patents on um, certain uh, vaccines which are all mushroom-based that work on a lot of things. Like, I, I think one of them was, like, uh, like pox. Right, yep. Things like that. You know, these were all done with, vast, like, fungi vaccinations and stuff. And he's got a few patents out on some, like, vaccinations at the moment, I think, like, a good five or so. It's it's crazy because, yeah, I can see here it's... um. He's he works with he's been he's been invited uh, Stamets has been invited to brainstorming sessions with people like Bill Gates Jeff Bezos uh, and, and regardless of what you think of them as people I mean these are billionaires who who literally these, run these are the hierarchy yeah. of yeah, all these, the people they can go to in the world they've gone to this guy yeah and and they run they run the fucking show whether you whether your opinions on Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. They are the whales of the world with in regards to currency and and markets and stocks. That they are the big even, yeah, and even science. Yeah, that's right because science is all funded somewhere yeah. has to be funded, and obviously you got money, you could do the research. So this is where it then becomes quite a positive thing. So if people like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and people with the billions are investing and looking into this, it's kind of like so. Are we having another type of not industrial revolution, but a kind of awakening as, ah, these actually do... Another enlightenment. That's it, that's the word, yeah. Are we having an enlightenment in that respect of going, ah, this isn't people... You know, we're not sitting there going, ah, wow, you know, we we can now, you know, feel and see colours and we can now enlighten ourselves to a higher plane. 
now we're doing it with mushrooms, but not in such a psychedelic sense. But how uh, beautiful, beautiful would it be if all the powers that be came together, did this mushroom trip like, as an experiment, and were like, you know what, this is what God is, and in all of the world united, not in a spiritual belief, but in a chemical one. So all aspects of like the paranormal aspects of like the bible and religion are suddenly put to the wayside as fiction and we all agree you know what when we all want to do something why don't we get together take this mushroom with all the shamans it's all done right and then we afterwards reflect on what we've learned and then we use that message throughout the world how the original jesus mushroom was supposed to when it was discovered in the days and they went to it to have them the burning bush to get the DMT in the area so that they could start these foundations of a civilization. These are the rules we have to live by. Don't hurt people. Don't steal. Don't fancy your neighbor's other half. You know, don't do these fucking shit. Don't kill people. Don't. Let's do this thing. And then the other people come and they want to mess with it. What's this? Don't tell them what it is. It's ours. It's our soup. We can't have them have it. But then maybe it was keeping it to themselves that broke this down into this terrible thing they want to do and maybe that's why because if the, the, the romans found out that they didn't you know they didn't like if they like, like tried to hide it in the first place so that the romans couldn't mainline it and mm. they for everybody maybe this is the goal it wasn't a matter of oh my god's the real god your god's the real god no this is god in my hand i am holding it physically you can eat this and see it for yourself if, if maybe that's the one true god and it's that we have to get over to get together and finally unite and focus on not on mysteries of the past but the mysteries of the future because that's where we're headed fucking bang on mate Ex exactly my faults but you know actually said uh, you know more coherently that is exactly what i was along the lines of like if you got if you got the world leaders and people like that to go on that trip or just even microdose or even just something if we can if we could put religion and things aside you would have another great step like we did back in the day where we was like wow we can do this now yeah you know just each of those each of those revolutions like with the what was it there was the cognitive revolution the uh, cultural revolution the religious yeah like spiritual revolution, things like this, you know, this could be another one of those stepping stones. The industrial revolution, the enlightenment. This could be like the step of all steps, like you say. Imagine if you don't have to argue about gods. Yeah, Imagine no more didn't... wars based on yeah. who's who's whose guy's the right one. Yeah, and this is... Yeah, my invisible sky wizard, Selron. Yeah, well, mine's Gandalf, so fuck you. And then they just start killing <laughs> each other. It's like, that's what you're doing. I mean, they're no, they're no better than Trekkies and Harry Potter nerds. They are basing their entire life values around a fucking novel. But yeah. if they actually went to the fucking source, these amazing mushrooms, and were like, let's just cut out all the bullshit and go straight to the fountainhead of what this is all about, and where we ultimately come from, that we know for a fact we ultimately yep. come from mushrooms. If we just take go straight back to basics, that little primitive cell, and we just put all the bullshit and all the substantial nonsense, like the material mind and the, all that, go back straight to our reptile brain, just be there together, make it happen, and then just be like, no, that's something we all shared that was spiritual, that yeah. doesn't conflict with one another. 
that we can sit down and talk about like what do we think comes from this and there might be conflict and disagreements over that we don't know it's not foolproof of course it no, isn't of course but at the same time I think there would be a lot of like well breaking bread for lack of a better phrase yeah yeah you know I, mean? I think some men- bridges would get mended we still might have a little trouble with the Middle East but if we but if I think if we say to them look this is your credit boys you know this is like the one of the main things in the Middle East. This is where this whole thing started. Give it a go. You know, you, know, you, you guys, you're the, you're the ones. You know, you're the one who gave us this great this great thing. And I think it could be the unity that finally makes us, like like we said, put all the bullshit aside and go right. You know what? That's all immaterial now. What it's about is going forward, and that's what we need to worry about. And I'm not saying ignore the past because you have to know where you're going because. And the only way to do that is by knowing where you've been. Yeah. So there's always going to be there, all those lessons. But that's what they should be. They should be lessons, not habits. Yeah. And we can and just look at all that and just go straight forward from that and just be like, oh, man. And, and that's it. And that's it, man. There's, 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 it, I, it would solve so much, I think. Yeah. Because you need a unity. Like you said, there needs to be a common... Uh, international unity that that we stop we can't progress any further or, or we will progress but we progress too slow we know this already mm. you know like even though we've moved really fast and technology moves really fast still things like finances big pharma big this big that all hold things back you know mm. if, if, if everyone worked together that'd be cool and, and you know like, like if people listen we're not just sitting there going oh make it fucking legal man because I don't give a fuck if I don't ever take it you know, it doesn't need to be me taking it it needs to be the right people using it for the right mm. reasons um, so, so I, was, I was saying a moment ago about like with ayahuasca I wouldn't want to take it a bunch of like rowdy frat bros yeah I would want to do it in the setting with the tribe who knows what they're doing this is something they take very very seriously yep and it's like you've got to respect the experience as well. You can't just be like, oh, let's just fuck. I mean, you've got nothing against it. If you want to take mushrooms and party, fucking go for it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but for it. me personally, when it comes to doing something like this, because I, I want to go into that sort of vera of the, the third eye. I've tripped on stuff before, but I've never had anything profound. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because of the environment. You know, I was at house parties. I wasn't yep. chilling out. I wasn't in the front room with a bit of Enya on and a fucking joystick burning away thinking, oh, let's do this with a fucking guru in the corner throwing fucking rose petals at me while fucking doing herself in with a tambourine. <laughs> this wasn't going on. You know? <laughs> but this is the sort of thing I'd want to, I'd want to go to, like the, the Amazon rainforest. I'd want to be there in that moment and be like, if we're going to do it, let's do this fucking right. Yeah, that's you know, let's it. do it where it's not been brought over on a banana boat. They literally harvested this shit a couple of days ago from six feet away from them. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I think you do that, and you'll, oh, yeah, that's going to be something. And it's crazy. Like uh, when I did more research into, and it's quite weird because a lot of people probably think we was going to have this second part as a kind of just follow on, and we're just going to be talking about like, oh, this is this is this, this is this, and it actually is much more of a a mass enlightenment that it's, it's it, it, we could be leading to and I hope we do because there's mm. so much there's so much that and I, I know guys honestly we talk about fungus all the time and, mu- and mushrooms fungi and stuff because you think because that was one of our very beginning episodes wasn't it and we said yeah. 10 was, we said number 10 was going to be a big one and honestly, we even the, call our fans mushroom heads that's right because if you know how the mushroom system works and with the woodward web and with 
with stuff like that. It, it's crazy. Like they're and this, yeah, and this takes us to things like Taoism and like the um the future like machine religions where people now are even practicing. They want to put all their um they want to live on forever by putting their conscious state into like a recording as such as data so that they can live on forever mm. in the cloud as such as a society and sentient being. But isn't that all a mushroom does? Yeah. <laughs> it just takes its information, puts it into its huge databank because a mushroom is a hive mind. Yeah. And it's all connected. They all speak to each other. I mean, there's probably fucking mushrooms over in Australia that are picking up spores that are coming from us just across the thing. And no matter how long it takes them to get there, on the winds and who knows what else, and in the water and whatnot, and a lot of it gets lost on the way, but there's information going all the way around the world between mushrooms, and they just get everywhere. And this and is exactly what we're trying to do. This, that's what they call the wood wide web. And it's only a small portion of what it's capable of. And here we are just, you know, trying to do the same. We're trying to take in all the information we can to see where we can go from here, just like the mushrooms do. But, but and that's where the, the thing is they don't need any like we're like oh mushrooms are just fucking plants on the ground because a lot of people just see them as vegetables and like you know they're just yeah. they're just but that honestly like if we're talking about a level I ate a bunch uh, yesterday with me with me a uh, monkfish yeah <laughs> I've got yeah. some tonight with me for heaters thank you very yeah. much happy days but they are completely sustainable as well you know you can yeah. grow mushrooms you can literally grow mushrooms very easily um and, th- and there's so many other things as well that people don't realize that they do which which is kind of funny like uh, there's Look enzyme mold. Look mold, is, mold is just um, mushrooms this is fungus yeah and and what's um moldy bread penicillin, penicillin. yeah One of the most important medical discoveries in history not even fucked about with it's just bread that's turned moldy yeah, that is where it comes from. Yeah. That is what it is. And there's also um, well, enzyme. Alexander Fleming, that was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. Won a Nobel Prize for it, didn't they? Yeah. As he should. Which is what, yeah, which is what they also think turned the tide in the um, World War Two of the um, Americans versus the Japanese, because most people were dying of infection, but the Japanese didn't have penicillin, and we did. We had antibiotics, they did not. And, and that's, that's it, what... people were dying of silly things, though, weren't they? Yeah. Like a, splint, like a splinter. Yeah, <laughs> things like that, and and a lot of the old traps as well that they used to use, they would cover in their own feces, mm. so that they wasn't there to kill people. They they was there like when they like the like punji sticks, like particularly in Vietnam as well. But these go way back through Asia for like hundreds and hundreds of years. But they would put their feces on it just so they would fall down, get stabbed, get dysentery, and die a slow, painful death. Yeah. But a lot of the time we were we were surviving because we had penicillin, and they were like, "What the fuck?" They just keep on coming back. And, and that's it, the, you know, literally. Yeah, mushrooms almost saved, almost won the war. I mean, it was the fucking stupid bomb they dropped, that fucking... <laughs> they better get their penis out and go, look at this, and cause fucking detrimental damage. But no, ultimately, if that didn't happen, there's a good chance something as simple as mushrooms could have won Second World War, the Second World War for America. Yeah, it's true, though. Yeah. And it's all it's all reliable. You know, you can go and look it up, guys. And there is deviation in some places, but it's pretty much the same. It is that's what it was. Yeah. Um, there's um another thing with the enzymes and acids inside mushrooms uh, turn rock actually um, into biologically accessible minerals 
as well. So where rock? Yeah, that's less. They call those. Like, um, is, is that when it's a a bio uh, a certain, uh, bio organism or something like that? Oh. It's it's when you get oxygen molecules from um, geology um, sources rather than like fauna and flora, which is what they think might, a lot of the oxygen on Mars might be coming from. Right. Well, this is where I've got here is where it says it turns rock into biologically accessible minerals and unravel the long chain molecules molecules of organic matter into digestible form. So the things like we get minerals from the water mm. is because a mushroom has broken down the rock into and just basically unraveled the long chain molecules molecules, sorry, for us to be able to digest it. Does that not sound like a um, symbiotic relationship there? Almost. I'd you say know? so. <sighs> And you've got to think, fungo mycelia hold soil together, which helps it retain water. That's why soil's wet, because there's uh, fungal mycelia in it. And it makes nutrients available to the vegetation. It keeps the, yeah. you know... 30% of all soil is is fungus. Yeah. 30%. <laughs> Those are big numbers of all soil. There's is, a lot of soil. Yeah. It is fungus. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere, and it's uh, yeah. So that so that was what I was looking at, really. For, yeah. <laughs> for cancer, it's a fungus. Yep. I'm trying to have a look see if I've got more stuff for. Allegedly, uh, I read somewhere that cancer was a fungus. Well, I know the actual the, the, the cancer is just. Um, cells that just keep dividing and dividing, don't they? They just keep going yeah, and going and going without. Yes, like a lot of people, they'll have like one of their like liver cells will break off and something will go around and it'll attach itself to a lung and be like, oh, I'm back on an organ again. Yeah, oh, I best, 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 uh, best make a liver here. And of course, that's what becomes the uh, cancer growth. Yeah. And, uh, Which obviously isn't good. Yeah, <laughs> no, but apparently it works in the same way as. Um, fungus and spores do when it comes to attaching and growing and, and certain things ah which would make sense mm. in, in that kind of in that kind of sense because if, if a fungal spore goes off and thinks oh is this my new home oh, oh yeah it's yeah, got soil I'll attach myself to this host yeah happy days let's go like the, like the cordyceps you love the cordyceps didn't you yeah they're mental <laughs> um, let's see I did have a good thing about modern day uses for um where is it? Just because, obviously, like I I don't think we're going down. I don't it think gets, we're yeah, it gets used a lot in, um, well, even just like home remedy stuff as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Like if yeah. you need to, I think, um, like cordyceps, people have to help them sleep. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and um, I know there's that one lion's mane as well, which is meant to be quite energising. I bought some coffee. <gasps> yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> mushroom coffee, like couple of years ago now and it was really nice i enjoyed it and everything but um yeah apparently if you make that a part of your like daily routine and you, you can get like shitloads of benefits from it so is it is it like when it comes down to that lion's mane because i've seen it in, in coffee and stuff what, what is it they literally put lion's mane mushrooms inside yeah like just in the grounds yeah i believe so oh fuck but me I, but, um, but a lot of the, a lot of them is literally a coffee just made from things. That, it's like a coffee drink, sort of. Oh, because they, they some of them that naturally have like um, like chaga as well. I believe has a natural 
uh, caffeine to it. Right. And like they'll do things like uh, chaga and uh, mush, uh, lion's mane. Seem, they say they seem to be the popular two. Those are like the daddies, it seems, when it comes to like mushroom supplements. But yeah, they make this um, caffeine based because it's quite dark and robust as well because it comes from like wild mushrooms. It sort of has that sort of dark roast flavour to it. So it's not actually coffee from coffee beans as such. Right, okay. But it's like a coffee drink substitute, which is very, it tastes a lot like coffee. I, I very much enjoyed it. And, um, but it's got a more natural caffeine rather than a chemically induced one. Right, this is... I, think, I think it's got something like per cup, you get something like 30 milligrams of um, caffeine or something. It's more around the lines of like matcha tea. Kind of thing. So is that, yeah, so it's not you're not getting a kick out, you're not getting a kick in the bollocks with it. Like boom, here we go. It's more like yeah, but it's got enough there that you can you, you feel like you've had a weak coffee. So if you put like two sachets in, because it comes in sachets, I believe, if I remember right. right. You put two of them into one cup and like you do that bad boy up, then you'll have the strength of like a standard cup of coffee if that's what you're going for. But that's not what this is. I'll give you four. If you want a good caffeine kick, then go buy caffeine elsewhere, like at Black Insomnia or something. Yeah. But if you want something um, that's just good for you, that just so happens to have caffeine in it, this is what this is what you go for. This sort uh, of stuff. It's not uh, there for the caffeine. It's there for the benefits. And it's good that it's coming out. It's good that more people are doing it and more people are trying stuff. Because I, I believe now, uh, with, I, know, I know we're going everywhere, guys. We are kind of on track. But, you know, when, 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 when you talk about, like, CBD, and it is everywhere now, isn't it? You know, CBD is mm. much more. People are trying it more. And oh, stuff like that. face creams and who knows what else now. Yeah, and, and what that actually does, um, I don't know all the benefits, really, you know, because I don't, I don't have face cream and oils and stuff like that. But... The, the fact that people are using it and it is natural is can only be a good thing in the terms of us using the organic matter that we have available on this earth yeah. rather than making shit up and putting chemicals in shit. Loads you know, of process shit. I mean, don't get us wrong. We're not saying that like, oh, if you if you ever get ill, just rely on natural stuff because doctors are the forefront of protecting people when they're ill. And if a doctor says to you, you need this. You need it. Yeah, they have the master club. They've got, they've got state-of-the-art technology that looks after you. But if, you're, if your um, physician says to you, it's okay to take this whilst you're having these treatments because mm. it shows benefits, you know, medicine comes from these places. You know, like Dario O'Brien said, people go, oh, but what about Eastern medicine? And it's like, well... Yeah, there was Eastern medicine, but we took the stuff that works, and that's why it's now called medicine. Yeah. You know, and, like and penicillin, that turned out to be something completely natural, and it works. They've got their stamp of approval on it. But it also doesn't mean penicillin can be the be-all and end-all either. You know, I mean, I know you're not saying this, but we just want to make it clear to everybody yeah. at home that, you know, we're not saying, oh, don't listen to doctors, you just get from nature. No, listen to no, your doctors. No, 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 yeah, yeah. But if you do want some extra benefit or supplements, there's no stuff between all the other stuff that you mean, you know, obviously check with your physician before you can take any of this stuff, because you might be on a, a medication that has its own mushrooms in it that these ones might interfere with. Yeah. Uh, you know, they get used so often. But, yeah, but when you've got, like, these other supplements and stuff, like there's some of these lion mains and, like, chagas and stuff, there's, there's a whole bunch of them. I can't remember all of them. But these those two seem to be the top daddies, but they seem to have, like, all these, like, amazing benefits that a lot of people 
pay through the nose for just to sort of get him in like just as like separate capsules and stuff. Like you see some mm. of these like BCAA capsules and they're like, oh, 40 pound a tub and there's like 10 in there. And it's, and it's like, yeah, but you're getting about as much as like these benefits. For, but just that benefit, you're paying £40 for one benefit that may work if you use it in long term. But then you take some of these like natural, um, like mushroom and like, uh, teas and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, well, you get everything that was in those £40 fucking pills, but times 10 plus this and this and this and this and this. And that's just in one cup in a pack of 10 sachets. You know what I mean? And these things you don't have to take daily. You can do them once a week if you want. They're that good for you. You know? Yeah. And, and it's like, and guess what? Guess what you're not paying for? The packaging, the chemicals, yeah. the advertising, and the fucking, the, the every, and one, one day they before they go, oh, doctor, this person says that it's absolutely good for you. And it's like, yeah, doctor, whoever this person is, also has a rap sheet as long as your arm for taking money under the table. For <laughs> <laughs> saying, this is also good for you, and that's also good for you. I mean, Dr. Batty, he was notorious for it. Well, yeah, he blew smoke up arses, arses didn't he? Yeah, and, and he was he was putting out cigarettes that said they caused, uh, they, they cured asthma and throat diseases. Oh, thank God. Yeah, and you know, as long as you was over six, you could have as many as you wanted. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Yeah, and he, you know, and I'm not saying all doctors are swindlers, but some of them are. And a lot of these doctors you see, but it's an old Dr. Joe Bloggs fucking Saint Margarita from fucking who knows where else said this, that I've plucked that's really good. You just Google that name, because every now and then yeah. you, get, you get a few things come up like, oh, this guy also said this and this. Oh, okay. But a lot of people don't do that. They just see it as face value, photo of the doctor next to it. Well, they can't be lying. That's false advertisement. And you're right. They're not lying. That person is a doctor. But he ain't a very good one. It's like the big company, big pharma companies as well, isn't it? Which I certainly won't name because we will get banned tomorrow. Uh, you know, like some of the most notorious companies that are doing all the world's good right now in the world have the worst history ever. Yeah. For, for literally poisoning people and, you know, testing and all sorts on people and it going horribly wrong. And it's like, now, like, like we say, guys, we're not saying don't use big pharma, don't use, because you fucking should. There is scientists there and there's, that's, you know, there, there is good in the world. But remember, there's also... Yeah, all your politics aside, when it comes to health, these yeah. are the people you want to go to. That's right, because at the end of the day, if, if you're on death's door and you're going to fucking, you know, and you're not in a good place... Yeah. And keeping you alive longer to pay the bills is kind of their job. Yeah, that's right. And you know, we all go, oh, they don't care if you live or die. No, they do care if you live or die because those monthly insurance policies you're paying are paying for them to live. They want you to be alive as long as possible. Yeah, it's in their best yeah, interest that, you yeah, to be that alive. Myth of let's kill off all the people. You know that thing that they've got going. It's like you know they're called the government. They they, they want to govern people. That's the whole point. Is to govern. If there's nothing to govern, then they have no power. You know, and this no money. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> they, they want you to stay alive as long as possible because you can keep paying and paying and paying. As sinister as that sounds, it's the ugly truth, which is why their medical stuff is so fucking good, and it's why it can keep you like it's why we cure all these cancers and stuff. You know, so go to these people. But if you don't need to go to them because you're, a, you know, you're a good body of health, mm. or you're on medications where you can take other stuff like this, and they've said you can, mate, get on it. I recommend it more than anything. I love a supplement from time to time. That's I don't go mad on them. I haven't based my life, and I probably should a bit more. 
But you know, just, yeah, exactly. But you know, maybe in some time, maybe I'll be like, okay, well, maybe I'll start having a bit of this. Maybe I'll start having a bit of that and start seeing what those real effects are, and then I can be like, look, you know, I have even more education on this. But until then, yeah. you know. <laughs> And that's it. And, and there's so much like um, I looked at like uh, like you said about the penicillin thing um, uh, j- just a moment ago. Oh, and apologies just then, guys. I've got a, I've got a new dog and he decided to bark loads uh, just a minute ago, but I think he's quieting down now. Um, so in regards to the penicillin um, stuff, uh, I've read where was it? Uh, where are we? Okay, so pharmacology research today has um, three main. Um, Areas of uh, research, yeah. So yeah, research pretty easy. So it's antiprotozoal, or no, antiprotozoal, antiviral, and antifungal strains. Uh, that's what they focus on mostly uh, with, mm. with within penicillin research and uh, fungi and. Um, yeah, what was mushrooms. the first one again? Antipro uh, antiprotozoal, but zoal on the end is z z o a l. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I'm guessing antiviral and antifungal is literally like we get rid of viral and fungal viral infections. Fungal, yeah. But what's that? What does that first one cover? Uh, that's a good point. Actually, have a, what is antiprotozoal? Like okay. Getting rid of athletes for that's like an antifungal thing, isn't it? Yeah. And then like like your bunions and whatnot, and then you have got your antiviral, which is obviously your covids and your who knows what else is, and like your pox and all that. Um, antiprotozoal. Okay, that's weird. It looks like it's only. Yeah, do you reckon antiprotozoal maybe like a sort of helps with like your biome, maybe? Like your microbiome? Like good bacteria versus bad, maybe? Uh, protozoans, or protozoans, or protozoans they're called, they are. Um, in, in, they inhibit the growth. Of organisms, so it looks like they slow down, or they uh, like your immune diseases and such. Yeah, that's, that's by the looks of it of what my brain can see here and read just very quickly. That's what it looks like they do, and an antiprotozoal drug goes and stops them. So they go and okay. kill. They go and kill the growth. They kill them. They kill the organisms that are inhibiting the growth um, okay. of cells. That makes sense. So with, with that is. There is lots of medicines, and I won't read them all out because some of them are just just like words mashed on a keypad. But yeah. it does when you start looking and thinking. Okay, so let's just have these are all derived from um, penicillin. This is why Fleming's research, like you said, is so fucking important for what he's done. I like because it, it isn't anyway, to get rid of like anti to, like have an antifungal thing, like to get rid of fungus. They're using another fungus. Well, it's better the devil you know, isn't it? Yeah, fighting fire with fire, baby. That's, that's it. So we've got things like um, penicillin mould. So it comes from, we've got uh, solomargine, solomargine, and that's basically a cancer drug. There's another one here called asparaginase, which is a drug for leukaemia. That's all come from penicillin. We've got cholesterol-lowering drugs like statins, all come from fungi, uh, from penicillin. There's uh, literally so much stuff. Uh, Diabetic medicines come from it. Uh, There's therapeutic effects. There's central nervous system diseases that can be um, helped with it. Uh, Even, even, what's it called? Ergo? Or ergot? What was was it called? Yep. Uh, That's being used for antifungal uh, immune suppressant 
drugs and stuff like that. I mean, some words are just so big, I can't, I'm not going to give them a go, but there's real drugs, sorry, there's real diseases out there right now that are being cured by penicillin and doctors and scientists looking at penicillin. And guys, penicillin is a fucking fungi. It's yeah, mould. It's a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. It just literally grows on bread. Yeah, and other things they 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 found it like there was a type of vegetable like I can't remember when it was like an like an artichoke or something like that, and they found penicillin was growing on there too, but it was a strain of penicillin that was two hundred times more potent. Nice. Yeah, and this was what really lifted it up, and this was a little while after Alexander Fleming discovered it. I think this was a good few decades later that they found it, which is why it made such a detrimental difference in mm. World War Two. And yeah, man, it was like this is the thing that when people get put in these penicillin drips in the hospital where they're sat there ill, it's blip, 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 dripping into them, they're giving them mushrooms. Yeah. And literally. The, and people don't take and don't take that synonymous like, oh they're taking mushrooms now. No, they're literally taking mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, there's there's another thing as well that they can be used for, which is really clever. There's um, basically Japan um, noticed that there was a deficiency in their, uh, uh, what's it called, in their population of uh, pantothenic acid, vitamin B, vitamin D and phosphorus. So what they did, they put almond mushrooms, which are really rich in these vitamins um, and minerals, they put that in the feed of their cattle. So when they, when the when the people ate the beef um, and the livestock, they were getting their vitamin B and D and phosphorus um, and all their vitamins that they needed through eating meat. Insane. And it's just like, I don't understand the benefit for that because they could have obviously monetized off it by selling it. But it's like, that's clever as fuck, man. That is, that is clever. That is, it's just... <sighs> well, another one of the things in Japan that was on a um, Joe Rogan episode with that, Paul Stamets guy was saying about they got they made a like a replica of the Tokyo subway system right and they put like somewhere in the centre or something a mushroom I can't remember which one it is but then they would put like oats around certain places like where certain stops would be on this um uh, replica of this underground subway station mm. and they would literally go in the watch it after, well, it, it would explore and stuff first obviously it doesn't know where it's going it's not psychic mm. but after exp- going exploratory stuff and getting getting to the oats and like devouring them and fueling themselves on it actually worked out a system that made the uh underground subway system so much more in order and organised that they were like why don't we just model our subway system and what this is doing and now it's like the best they've ever had it because right. a mushroom learnt going through these tunnels and stuff to get to where it needed to go because they always put it in the same places these oats because of like the subway stops they don't move mm. but they worked out and it, it just figured out this way of getting getting to it more these places more efficiently by taking these certain routes and that's what they ended up modelling it on it sounds like a miracle um, 
well, it's hard to call it anything, but like an organ, it sounds like an incredible thing, doesn't it? Mushrooms yeah. that just don't get enough credit for, no. for for everything they do. For everything they do, it's just, it's just crazy. And you can type in Super almost, Mario knows the score. That's right. Yeah, you know the I've seen I've seen I've seen that with the, the actual mushroom that makes you have the hallucinations that things are smaller or bigger than they are is red and white, isn't it? It's red, yeah. white, red, well, red capped. Uh, it's not yeah, red the capped, that's fucking poison. Yeah, it's like, it's like the old red <laughs> toadstool, isn't it, with a little white, little circles it. on it. And there's a green, and with the green one, there is a, that all, that's all relevant to one that can make you feel better and wellness. And there's a purple one in it that can kill you um, in Mario, isn't there? And there's all sorts of things, like. Insane. It, it, it's everywhere. They've put it everywhere. <laughs> but what's amazing about mushrooms as well is that as good for you as they can be, they can always, they can also fucking straight up kill you. Yeah. That's, that's right. the, the thing. And it's like, well, maybe those mushrooms aren't for you, matey. Maybe they're for another animal to have enlightenment with. Well, fuck. I didn't, well, do you know what? I didn't think of that, but you, you're right. Yeah, you know, not edible for you, mister. This isn't for you. This is, this is the animal spirit world over here. But my, 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 their own thing going. But poisonous mushrooms very rarely make you ill. They will just fucking kill you. You know, Straight you don't read up. You don't get many people going, oh, I, had, oh, I took, ate a mushroom in a field, you know, or oh, I felt really bad. You know, you eat one and you fucking, you either are fine and you have a bit of a bellyache probably because it's brought on because you're worrying and you think, oh my God, I'm going to die. Or you actually just die. <laughs> you don't yeah. get like, you don't like in hospital. No one's, I don't hear it, like, I'm not going to say I've never heard it, but you know, you don't hear people being always oh, laid up in a week because he had a dodgy mushroom, he's in hospital and life support. No, 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 no. If it wants you dead, you're dying, mate. See you later. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You, you have been deleted from the simulation. We'll just wipe you out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it, you know, it's fucking, it's crazy that you think about that, actually, that they could just be. <laughs> they are the be all and end all of our existence. Oh, and that's kind of that's kind of where we've been. Um, there's also a really really interesting thing which I think is quite good. The leaders of the uh, psychedelic medicinal psychedelics at the moment is Israel. Well, there you go. Yeah, man, they're uh, they're the ones playing. It's called a company called Cytech. Um, the the doctors, nurses, academic ac- academics, investors. Um, all people like that, and they're interested to see how MDMA, um, which is obviously ecstasy, but more, <laughs> but more like psilocybin, magic mushrooms, can treat psychiatric conditions, post-traumatic stress disorder, chronic depression, and also this is really quite, this is really cool, this is really fucking, not, I've never thought about this, but psilocybin they're using to treat end-of-life terror for terminal yeah. ill people, and it's like. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen about that, and they, that's that's also the same sort of thing they do to help with um, PTSD with like ex-soldiers and stuff too. Right. Just taking away that fear and being like, you know what, man, it's bigger than this. It's bigger than you. It's all good. And it, yeah, and it's and it's like, um, you know, it's got, it's, got, it's got quite a romantic link to cosmic nihilism that we've talked about. Yeah. On the show before, you know, it just goes to show you, it's like, look, you're not everything. This is you are a tiny part of it. Just do your bit. But it's made, be, that, be that little pebble that makes the big splash. Yeah, fucking let's get in on it. But but this is a fucking something that grows in the ground, readily available almost anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's not being doctored or added to. This yeah. is just there. This is its organic fiber. This is its. You pick DNA. it up and eat it. You pick it up and fucking eat it, and it makes you 
It can make you stop. Like someone like like they're, they're here, the end of life terror for terminal patients. I mean, if you if you had a family and all that, and you were fucking gonna die, and you're shitting yourself, and say you're scared of death and all of that, I can't think of anything worse if you was just panicking and thinking, I am going to die. What am I gonna do? And there's something in the ground and free to almost. Yeah. You know, it's gonna take a lot to fucking start farming it, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like this can save weirdly save people's life but it won't it'll save their fucking spiritual mind before their death yeah it could save the bees as well yeah that's it you know old Paul Stamets on his uh, uh, what was it a uh, fungi perfectile or something yeah that's it fungi perfectile yeah, yeah. He, he does save the bees stuff in there as well I mean I don't know the science behind it but I know there was like these different types of mushrooms that one of them which um, helps with pollinators because it gives off a secrete like a hormone or something that attracts them and then they get like the uh, syrup which helps them supercharge and it just sort of like keeps them going it's like an endless supply of like bee fuel but there's loads of other stuff to do with it as well like how it helps with like pollinators and symbiotic relationships and stuff the mushrooms control the world yeah and people just don't want to hear it because they think you're fucking crazy yeah but when you look at any of this all all the biology through evolution all of these animals that we have running around, they started off as mushrooms. Mm. They just grew in different places and adapted to what was around them, but they still kept their original form behind as well to, 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 to watch the fault. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, well, that's what we've created. So let's see how it gets on. Let's see what it does. You know? And the information spread all between the, the mushrooms all these spores that get around with cross-pollination, they're helping the pollinators, all mushrooms, you know, they're filled with vitamins, so when they get eaten, I mean, you, you eat one mushroom, you shit it out later on, it's growing like a hundred cousins. It don't That's it. Fact. No. It's, it's life after death. It's not, it's not the... Um, see, this is why life after death, I think, is one of those things we can say is real. Not in a conscious way, like, oh, I was over there, and now I'm over here. <laughs> but in the matter of, like, energy and information, from death comes life that's what happens when we rot we turn back into mushrooms yeah we just we're just passing on information and that's all this is and they're doing it in different forms they're like okay well now this plant's come from being a mushroom it's now this we can use that for that and this isn't like a far-fetched conspiracy theory this is science it is all there to look up it is this is free for all of you to find out and free for you to enjoy yeah you know, and it's just like you say, this thing just comes out the ground. And it's like, oh, we can do all this stuff. It can, it's like the basis of most of our medicines. Mm-hmm. It's the basis it's for like, particularly as far as nutrition is concerned. I mean, it's got all these vitamins in it. I mean, a lot of these um, vegans live off of mushrooms. Yep. A lot of plant-based diets are mushroom-based. I mean, even even the uh, soil, we, we bought some new compost in the week. And that's peat-free coir compost, which is made from mushrooms. It is just everywhere. And when there's when there's mold, and that like, like oh, a bit of black mold there, mushrooms taking over. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're there for. And if you breathe in too much black mold, you die. But then what happens? You turn into more mushrooms. And that's that's them actually living their best life cycle. It's life cycle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and so that's that's where I was, and that's where I am with the, you know, 
the the mushroom world. It's it feels like we need this this great awakening to happen. Yeah, because there is a lot more to reality than what we can see of it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't let too much reality bleed in and be like, oh, it can't be that because of this and the other. Because there are things to reality that we haven't even touched on, and a lot of people have. You know, there's a lot of these scientists; they know a hell of a lot more about reality than others. And these are the people we're going to to get this information. And yeah, everything you've learned in school and anything you go to any of these like science books and stuff, you you'll be hard pressed to find one that ain't got some sort of mushroom even reference in it. I mean, I've got books on space where they talk about mushroom behaviour. <laughs> you know, and it's just... I mean, we, we touched on it earlier on Mars. Yep. You yep. know, this is... If there's any life on Mars, chances are it's going to be fungal-based. I mean, just look at the snotites. Yep. Yeah, we talked yeah. about them, those things that fucking come out of sulfuric acid these things live from. <laughs> you know, something that would melt any other kind. Well, these ones are like... Ah. They're hard. Give a fuck. What inhospitable? Sure, tell that to a mushroom. <laughs> we'll be straight here. They've even got like like mushroom fossils around like volcanoes and stuff. There are like like extreme heat like mushrooms. They're just, like built to like like they're like tanks and they're like yeah, yeah, give a fuck. You go anywhere, you'll find mushrooms. Yeah, you you really will though. Yeah, you, it doesn't matter what the climates are, you'll find mushrooms on Everest, mate. You go out there, there'll be some. You you turn like a rock over, there's moss underneath it. There's a mushroom right there. Is it? Yeah, you leave food, leave food somewhere, and there's mould on it. That's that's, yeah. that's you know. Can't escape them. They're everywhere. No matter how high up in the air you are. Yeah, they'll you, still be there. That, that that bread will still go mouldy. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, it's 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 crazy, man, and so that's kind of where I kind of draw the clothes because we're now in modern day with it. Yeah, and it's and there's still these, and when we've put like we said earlier, we touched them a couple of times. This is just the information two stoner idiots from Kent have. Mm. This doesn't even touch on how much info and science is out there for you to find for yourselves. And when do you think how we how little we know about it? With what we've just told you, when you go back those thousands of years when they knew nothing and they were doing this on the regular, mm. that's 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 going to change your genetic fibre, isn't it? It's got it's got to. It's detrimental. It's it's, it's got to be where like you know some of the huge spikes come from. I mean, and if anybody out there has theories to throw at us all our little facts that we've got wrong or whatever and they want to say actually you're wrong about this that and the other and here's why I don't think stoned ape and Jesus mm. mushroom is real give us show us your stuff we, you know we're not just chasing this one because we want this to be right this is just something that we've got enough evidence to sit there and say there is definitely something to this that's how evidence works yeah but if you show me the other otherwise but actually this is why that's wrong that's wrong then we'll say okay Mushroom theory is bollocks. But yeah. Until then, <laughs> oh, I'm going to take some convincing. Like you, like you said at the beginning, like how much evidence do you need to be to, yeah. to you know? To, and and that's like I I'm people I, have been put on death row for less yeah. than what we've put out today. And that's it. And I'm not saying that I believe that Jesus was a mushroom or whatever, but I am absolutely at this point. Yeah. Well, that's it. I yeah. totally. I I can absolutely see how. 
the the trips and how the, the things like that could be documented to yeah, keep it away. When you put in as well, like we we tried to we we touched on the history and the politics as well of why this wouldn't be a mainstream thing to get out and very taboo and something you know. There's a lot of angles to it. Well, if anything, we c- not everything's black and white. These things don't happen in a vacuum, which is why we tried to get as much information as we could, and we still didn't even touch on one percent of it. No, th- that this this is a this has been like literally a, the most condensed version that we could fathom because yeah. we just haven't we haven't we got managed, the mental we capacity to sit in science, <laughs> history, uh, religion, uh, just politics, all of that. You know, not current politics. Obviously, we don't do any of that shit. But you know, but just around this, you know, so you're you're getting evidence not just from one silly source. We've gone, we've branched out. We have gone like rhizome, mate. We're like my cellular mats. We're just spreading and soaking up information. But that's where it is different from lots of other things. I'm not shitting on anyone else's information at all. But when I've when I've been doing my research for this, um, you, you go onto something and they'll just tell you um, that this, that, you know, that oh, this this is what happened back in the day. But they won't tell you about the um, the kind of psychology behind keeping everyone in control. They need to be people. They need to keep suppressing people. They need to have people quiet. They don't want people to try this because of this. And it's and only there's, when a, you, there's a reason the Vatican bought out the sacred the, mushroom in the cross when it came out. Yeah, and, you know? and, and why did they? Why, it come would, out in, yeah, why would they want to hide that from everybody? If they just thought it was pish posh, all they'd have to do is just say to their, their strict followers, like, don't listen to that, it's bollocks. And all of them would go, okay, Pope said so, so it's bollocks. But yeah. no, he didn't want it in existence. Yeah, and when, when did that come out? Uh, sacred mushroom was 1970. Yeah. And it's like, but but um, Allegro didn't just do the one book, you know. Like he was he was um, a lecturer and author, um, and he's credited on so many things like Dead Sea Scrolls, nineteen fifty six, the people of the Dead Sea Scrolls, the treasure of the Copper Scroll, uh, searching the desert, sacred mushroom in the cross, as we know about, end of the road, the, the treasure of the Copper Scroll. That will be something I touched on in part one, that the treasure map. Oh yeah, engraved oh. into metal. Something to look into more there, people. Again, Mr. Uh, Allegra, that, that beautiful, beautiful British name. Doing it, yeah, doing his bit. And then we got The Chosen People, 71. Lost Gods, 77. The Dead Sea Scrolls and the Christian Myth, 1979. All Manner of Men. And then Physician, Physician, sorry, Heal Thyself. You know, this guy wasn't fucking stupid. Yeah. But of all, the ones they, of all of those books they banned, it was the one that were focused on the mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. And that's and it, it. Was only, it was only re, I think it was only the, the new edition came out only within the last twenty years. Let's have a look. Obviously, when it was uh, a yeah. and the cross. So it's so it's readily to buy again. It's it's available for people to purchase. I think it's on like eBay and Amazon and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, the original one, which was like the um, original hardback, I think eventually you could only get it secondhand because the Vatican just straight up bought it out and was like. Well, the, the Catholic Church did. We keep saying the Vatican, but I think it was the Vatican. Yeah, it's, I, it's it, always the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it's going to be. Yeah, I can see it keeps coming up banned, and it was uh, bought out, and it was stuff like this. But I can't. It doesn't tell me who it is. Unfortunately, like uh, yeah, in sure, red. Yeah, when I read it, I'm sure it was the Vatican that took it. 
Yeah. So, and, and yeah. So the, that, that's that's kind of it, guys. I was going to touch on the, there's there's another thing, the Santa Claus mushroom, but that's kind of all the same. It's all it's all wrapped in the same thing, really. It's it's more of a that sounds sounds good, but it's not really that interesting. <laughs> it's just more theories, but but yeah, that's that's uh, that that was that was episode ten, guys. I think. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be a lot to digest. Um, if you, if you if you you know if you liked it, let us know because we love to don't. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck it. Don't fucking tell us. <laughs> just just pretend. We, let us get yeah, on with it. Just tell us what we want to fucking hear. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell us what we want. Tell us what we want to hear. What I'll do is if you don't fucking listen to the second one, then I know the fucking first one was crap. But yeah, no, it, it's cool, man. Let's let us know if you like it. We can do more long ones like where we focus on one topic because it's good for us. Um, yeah. if, if you if you like, I know lots of people have commented before and said you know you like it when we mix and match everything but i think in the long ones what we do like this we can do because we do history we do the uh, sociology behind it the psychology we do you know not current affairs but we do the affairs of the times of things so i, I like it's to think all very kept, topical yeah i like to think we've kept it kept it all interesting for you so yeah guys that that that's going to be me signing out absolutely so yeah do, on that note do we, do we have an animal fact we can throw at them oh what well, you want to keep an animal somewhere We've got to throw an animal fact at them, haven't we? I mean, I haven't got anything to the top on on top of my head though. Let's have a look at old Google. Type in random animal fact in the Google. See what it says. I have something, guys. You got to end it on animals, otherwise you go, oh, you called tales of the animal kingdom, and you didn't tell us an animal fact. Even though we are animals. Even though, we, or are we? Well, mushrooms, mate. Mushrooms. Where do animals come from? Um, butterflies can taste with their feet. That makes sense because they've got uh, to, like they've got to prod the flower, aren't they, before they land on it? It says here owls don't have eyeballs. What? Sorry, sorry. Oh no, Come on. Got, oh no, they've got discs, haven't they? They're complete. They're completely stationary. That's why they can turn their heads all the way around and they can focus in because their eyes don't move independently. They're, they're, they're literally fixed. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they can just like voo, 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 voo. and koalas never drink water. Their name actually means no water. Oh, well, they don't feed it water then. Yep, if anybody at home's got a koala, doesn't need water, straight up beer, man. <laughs> Octopuses. Go on, go on. Yeah, and is one, one more for everybody. There's a, a mole can dig a tunnel 300 feet long in just one night. Jesus Christ. And just to end it on a, a fact about the human brain, um, it operates at about 15 watts. Well, there you go. We're almost a uh, a light bulb. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, guys, I, I can't tell you what's going to be on next week yet, but until then, have a good one. Rest in peace, DMX. Deuces. <laughs> Laters.